Welcome to OESA's Automotive Insiders. I'm Jason Stein, president of Motor Minds and host of SiriusXM's Cars and Culture on Business Channel 132. Data is the buzzword in every end of the industry, from the benchmarks established in the service lane at the retail level, all the way to the reliability of those components produced at the supplier level. And that data is, indeed, gold. All of it relates directly back to cost over time, the ultimate measuring stick for every piece of the value chain, from suppliers to automakers to consumers. But where to collect that data and what to do with it? What components are changing most? Who's impacted? And what's the direction of those trends? We Predict has the crystal ball, primarily because it has the data. We Predict provides predictive component quality, service, cost, and competitive benchmarking analysis to major OEMs, suppliers, tech companies, and industry organizations. In essence, they can predict because of the billions of service records and tens of millions of vehicles in their database. In part one of this two-part podcast, Renee Stevens, Vice President of Automotive for We Predict, talks about the power of analytics, the increasing nature of service costs in the industry, as well as the impact on suppliers. She leads the product development and implementation of an all-new industry-first competitive automotive warranty benchmarking study. And now, my conversation with Renee Stevens. Renee, what a pleasure to have you on Automotive Insiders. Welcome to the program. Thanks, Jason. Delighted to be here today. Well, we're delighted too because I know that you have many insights at We Predict that many of us would love to hear about and love to hear from. And uh, let's just start off with the fact. Uh, well, let's do a baseline on We Predict. Give me a little bit of background. Uh, for those listeners who may not be aware of uh, essentially what we predict is and what it is that you predict. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Yeah, so we predict is uh, um, predictive analytics as a service company. Um, We've actually been working in automotive um, and other industries um, since 2009. So I call us the best kept secret in automotive. Um, So typically what we do is we take information like service information, Um, or other information a company may have. And we tell manufacturers about their parts and components about here's how they're doing in the field. But not only here's how they're doing today, but here's how they will be doing in the next one year, two year, three year, five year. Um, And in the case of these fun, exciting EVs, everybody's wondering about like, what's eight year battery warranty gonna look like? Yeah. Um, so we provide um, a viewpoint, not only of, um, you know, what's the risk out there in the market um, from a performance standpoint on parts and components, but what's about to happen. Well, and you cover billions of service records, tens of millions of vehicles. Um, I mean, those numbers alone are a little mind boggling and the, and the computation I'm sure is, is incredibly rich and the details, the, the results that you find are insightful at many levels. Yeah, it, it's pretty fascinating coming from a, a large manufacturer myself um, in many years, always wondering, so how are the competitors doing? Now we can actually see and share. And yeah, we, we get, um, I think uh, a last count was about 60 billion service records across our various um, um, alliances that we have in the industry and strategic partners. Um, and then we use different aspects of it. So it's tens, tens of millions of vehicles that we track over very long periods of time. 
And we cover not only franchise repair or repairs that happen at franchise dealers, but also at independent service facilities, which again is kind of a blind spot um, for a lot of um, manufacturers and suppliers out there. Service costs in the industry are such an integral part of, of what you look at on a regular basis. How has the cost, and, I, and we'll get to EVs obviously, but how has the cost of service changed over time? Yeah, a great question. Um, so we've been looking at um, service costs per vehicle is kind of how we normalize it when we look at this data. And it has been rising over time. Um, so when we looked at in the first three years, what the cost per vehicle is, it, it's rose about 11% um, over the last several years. And it went from about $660 up to about 731 per vehicle that they spend in that first three years um, looking at that. And it, it's kind of a mix. Um, you know, some people say, well, parts are more expensive, um, but also labor is more expensive. So parts grows about 10%. Labor has risen um, about 11%. So it's kind of split between parts and labor. And if you think about the labor um, industry, you know, right now, just people wanting to get people in these tech jobs, it's very competitive now. And so, you know, you're starting to see those labor rates um, that are um, higher than they were in the past. I imagine well, you're, we're going to see that skyrocket during your next analysis. It, exactly. You're going to see it, you know, keep climbing. I, I don't think that's going to see a downward trend anytime soon. Um, because the the competition for technical people and particularly service um, surf, service um, tax and service advisors is very fierce right now out there. Ask anybody at yeah. any uh, dealer in the industry. What components are changing the most? Yeah, well, you know, when I look at technologies, a lot of people think, okay, new technologies, you know, rising the fastest. Um, one of the things I do find is um, I'm seeing a lot of that new technology we tend to put in premium branded vehicles first. So the biggest cost increases um, I'm seeing are in premium vehicles, and that's about an 18% cost hike um, over the last three years versus non-premium or mass market brands are about 4% increase. But the things like warning systems, so if you think of all the bells and whistles we're putting on vehicles, we're telling people more, there's a lot on warning systems that we're seeing. All of these automated crews, so the portions of ADAS where we're helping that vehicle to either you know maintain its speed, um, do lane changes, so that Cruise control aspects are also rising as we're putting that tech on more vehicles and advanced technology, but also things like park brake, you know, because we've got park sensors, we're doing, you know, braking in different ways, allowing people to park in different ways. Um, so cameras associated with that. But another interesting one is lighting. And that was kind of a surprising area for me. And then as I start to look at, and you, you know, you look at some of those great new vehicles that are launching at CES and stuff, the lighting they're putting both interior and exterior is really advanced um, from what, um, you know, they used to um, put into vehicles. So again, starting to see those rise as well. Not intuitive that lighting would be a major component that would be increasing. I wouldn't have guessed yeah. that. Yeah, but we have areas that are improving, you know, mm -hmm. you know so like to tell uh, drivetrain fuel systems um, are coming down. Obviously they'll be changing quite a bit as we get to EVs, but things like airbags 
HVAC systems, and we're starting to see those rates, you know, drop to some historic lows when it when you look at um, service costs. So again, that's good news. So who feels the brunt of that, Renee? Is that manufacturers, or is it passed along to the consumers, or is it both? Yeah. So you know, if you look at the costs that are spent in general during the first three years, it's pretty evenly split between consumers and manufacturers. So consumers will shoulder about 46% of the cost in the first three years because we look at things like maintenance as well. Um, but then manufacturers, you know, they, they look at about 54% of that. However, when we look at the increase, it's mainly the manufacturers that are bearing that big increase. Um, when we looked over the three years, consumer costs only went up about a dollar per vehicle versus manufacturer costs rose about 11%. So a lot of that currently, the manufacturer is bearing in that first three years. But as you get beyond that, again, consumers will be more and more bearing the brunt of that. And, you know, specifically because of the part of it, because of the labor costs, because right now we're seeing the manufacturers bear the brunt of that in labor costs, which rose again, about 18%. Um, and it's also on maintenance. So a lot of people think, okay, maintenance, you know, we're not going to see much change in that, but we are seeing rising costs and maintenance too, which eventually, as you get beyond these maintenance service plans that some manufacturers are offering, the consumers will be the ones that will be picking up that, that and tab. How about the impact of, you know, primarily our listener base here, but suppliers? Yeah, you know, it's a new game for suppliers. If you think about um, for them, it's it's just in the past, it, it, they've had to wait more and more, you know, for a manufacturer to give them a call and then they'd pick up the phone call, they'd hear about issues um, and then they would go react. Um, but more and more suppliers are being asked to shoulder the burden of these costs um, and upfront. I mean, just look at what Ford um, just announced, uh, I think it was late last year that, Hey, we're not going to do the, you know, blame game. It's going to be, you know, doesn't matter who's at fault. I mean, you know, suppliers, you pay 50% or you mm -hmm. pay X percent. GM is another one getting more involved in that game. So in the past, these companies have just really got, I mean, it's called dribbles, <laughs> you know, back from their supply base. And that was after an exhausted study where you had, you know, both sides doing parts return analysis and then negotiations on future parts and, People are tired of that game. It's like, hey, let's just get down to business, fix the issues and move on. Um, but that also means that suppliers are also going to be impacted more by these increases that we're seeing on the service side. That's this episode of Automotive Insiders. Remember to follow the program wherever your favorite podcast appears. Thanks again to Renee Stevens, Vice President of Automotive at We Predict, And thanks for listening to OESA's Automotive Insiders. I'm Jason Stein. We'll talk to you again next time.